no. this is a professional league yeah. in the in Europe, and as the article, and, and the article mentioned that the reason why that the VR wasn't on yep. is because oh dear they didn't plug it in. Oh, your man. Four, four, two, dudes. Welcome back to another episode of Four, Four, Two. Dudes. dudes, I am Ben. I'm John, and together we're the dudes that bring you four four two exciting football podcasts, all the way in Tampines in Singapore. So if you haven't been following, yeah, well, all the way from from Singapore. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so of course, don't forget to follow us and subscribe, and most importantly, stay tuned because our next segment is what we always call ninety minutes off. Alright, here we are for 90 minutes off and for this episode, we will be focusing on certain players. Now, uh, something that doesn't really happen very often in the yeah. Premier League uh, this last week. Okay. And this is the hat-trick of hat-tricks. The hat-tricks of hat-tricks. Exactly. What, what, what's that? Uh? There were three players okay. that scored hat-tricks over the weekend. Oh I mean, dear. I, I can't really recall when was the last time Uh, three players in the Premier League actually scored hat tricks in the same weekend. weekend. Okay. And this time round, it happened. So, uh, there were three players. Okay. I think there's Erling Haaland. Um, of course. I mean, uh, uh, Son Hon Min. All right. Woo. Woo. Is he showing his nipple, I think? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and last but not least, Evan Ferguson. But yeah. So, I, I believe you, you, you have something to say. Who do you want to yeah. talk about well, first? I, well, I mean, let, let's go with you first because since you're wearing the jersey, huh? not, uh, me, I mean, not me per se. Yeah, but, yeah. but no, no, not him, lah, obviously. Of course. Uh, Song Hyung Min. Uh, yes, you know, sir. I think he's and he's still living up to he's still living <laughs> up to the name, the reputation, uh, being that that Asian player just making his mark in the English Premier League. I think well done to him, you know, and and the goals he scored. I think I don't just want to focus on his hat trick, but I think his leadership. Ever mm. since given that captain's armband, yeah, you know, right. I I think really uh, he has proven why he was chosen uh, to be you know the captain. And uh, mm. I think his his support for uh, the Australian guy. What's his name? I cannot pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Angie. Uh, Angie. Uh, Angie. I don't know how to say the Australian accent, you know. But anyway, uh, I I think the support for it shows, you know, it's showing, it's rallying the supporters because supporters for for uh, uh, Spurs, you know, they're being frustrated. Uh, they got knocked out of a possible tournament, and and they and they were complaining, you know, like why weren't you playing the team that was supposed to take us there? I think this is where Son came in, and he said, you know what, come down, everybody, come down, uh, because he knows what he's doing. Then you have Madison, who's coming in from Leicester City, and uh, Madison's making an impact as well. I think that's a good buy that they had. Uh, we're kind of forgetting. Harry Kane already. Well, I mean, if you're a fan of Spurs, you you kind of see that. Oh yeah, it is a team now. It's not. Yeah. It's not just Harry Kane. So so it, interestingly, it, it, yes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's coming together. So I think for Son, you know, and his hat trick, well done on that. But I just thought to show uh, his his whole uh, why he has been chosen as the captain. So yeah, mm. so so for me, well done on you, Son. And uh, yeah, I I think if you're a Spurs fan. You you might get frustrated at times, not as frustrated as me as a Chelsea fan, but yeah, you know, well, well done to Son. On, well <laughs> done to. You had to bring it. I, in, I had to put. Well, I'm being honest, so I had to. I, I no, have. You get a chance. Yeah, I will get a chance. I, I have to give credit to Son for coming out and being strong on his stance uh, towards uh, Ange. You know, and and how Ange on Ange and how they should rally. Yeah, <laughs> rally 
support. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I think um, Swan actually came out to say that he feels that Andrew was like somewhat like a fatherly fever. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, fever. fever now. Now your turn, lah. <laughs> fatherly fever. Fatherly figure, fever. Figure, figure, <laughs> figure, figure. Yeah. yeah, and I think you mentioned something earlier about Kane, right? Like yeah, it, I did. It I doesn't did. feel that Spurs are, are missing yeah, Kane. They, they, in they fact, don't. I think I think it's good for Spurs in the sense that both Loris and Kane are now. Uh, moved on. Yeah. They have left the club and the club seems now, the player seems more carefree in in, in, a, in a certain sense. I mean, don't get me wrong. Freedom, Kane, freedom, I think. Kane and Loris were fantastic players yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for the yeah, clubs, yeah. right? But, they um, were. But I think now there, there seems to be some kind of freedom uh, yeah. in, in, in the way they are playing. And I do agree with you. In terms of the leadership, I agree with you in the leadership. I think uh, Madison and Madison came on the interview, um, I think after, I think was it the first or second game? Okay. Where the, the Spurs players actually went over to the fans to give to clap, you know, to, to thank them for their support. Right, right. It was actually suggested by Son. Oh, okay. So I think they didn't really do, I think they drew or something like that. But yeah. the uh, Son insisted that we should go and thank the fans for their support. And they, all the players went. And the, the the fans then in turn showed their their appreciation for the players, and I think that helped to cement the relationship between the fans and or at least you know bring the players and the fans closer to one another. And I think that that's showing in in how the the support from the fans are are you know going through to the players, and it's it's brilliant. And you know Son has this knack for scoring hat tricks after you know a goal drought. Right. 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 So. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing, but yeah. it, 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 you know, usually when when strikers go through a goal drought, they they don't have the confidence. You know, they try they they don't try to attempt you know um, difficult shots and everything. They will try to make it simple. You know, keep it goes. Just even a penalty will do them wonders. You know, but for Son, for his first goal, wow! I mean, what a goal! He actually. The, the the presence of mind, the composure to just you know just just to chip the keeper at the moment yeah. in time. I mean, he's proving his worth. That's all. I mean, I'll that, say. that's the reason why yeah. he's world class, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and for but I want to give credit to someone else first for his third for Son's third goal. Okay, what a pass by Poro. Uh, Pedro Poro, oh my goodness, what a pass! That was like a Beckham-esque kind of pass, like well, a Trent Alexander no. Arnold. Okay. I had to do uh, it. Okay, just Beckham as <laughs> will do. Uh, just Beckham as <laughs> will do. Uh. Just no, but but that. you get what I mean. You get what I mean, right? That right. pass was brilliant. Poro's pass was pinpoint accuracy. So well done on the Asian for that hat trick. And let's uh, move on. Yes. To which one? Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah. Can I just say something first? Yes, I, yes, I yes. Think for Spurs, right? Uh, uh, I think there's something that if if I, I noticed regarding Spurs is uh, I think Ange needs to do something. And what do you think he needs on. to do then? Uh, so they they yes they beat Burnley five two convincingly. Yeah, yeah, quite. But for towards the end of the game after the ninetieth minute, the Spurs actually players actually took the their foot off the paddle. They were literally walking. Okay. But Burnley was still running, and in, and because of that reason, Burnley actually scored the goal Scott. in the ninety fifth minute. So to me, although the goal didn't have any significant impact on the game, but I think the mentality—if they were to carry out this mentality of you know, oh, I've won it, I know, I'm just going to just walk and I'm tired—then I don't think they, are, they they will. It will, in my opinion, probably hurt them in some matches. I mean, d- diminishes yeah. the chance of being top Correct. four, lah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so right. moving on to to Haaland. So, so with the Norwegian now, okay. Uh, I think we have said, and then the, the media has been going on and about how yeah. you know, brilliant he is, a brilliant striker it is. So I mean, we are not going to go into that. Not force. But I want to. We want to focus more on who he is as a person. Okay. Right. Okay. So, I mean, we all know Man City trashed Fuller five uh, one. Mm. Obviously, Haaland's got the hat trick and all, but. There's a controversy that took place in the game, and that was Nathan Ake's goal. Okay. So if you didn't watch the goal or didn't see the match on the highlights, I really urge you to take a look. Reason being, we want to hear your opinion. Do you think it was an offside offense? Now, for those of you who didn't watch it, Akanji was actually in an offside position, obviously. But the question remains 
And I think there's a very, very contentious uh, question over here. Okay, Was which he is? interfering with the play? So was Akanji... Yes, so okay. in, I, I think he was because Leno actually was anticipating the ball to deflect or ricochet off Akanji before deciding whether to dive. So by the time he decided to dive, he was already too late because he realised that the ball is not going to touch Akanji and then he dived, but he was too late. He was just a split second too late and then they considered the goal. And in, and in that instance, Akanji was definitely interfering, interfering. play because he is interfering with the goalkeeper's decision of whether or not to dive. And the distance between Akanji and Leno was, I think, just like less than a meter. So how is that not interfering in play? And Haaland himself came up in the in the interview to say that he agrees that the goal should probably have been chalked off. Yeah, like disallowed. Oh, like, yes, yeah. exactly. And imagine if the if the goal was chalked off, right? I don't think Fulham will lose five one. To be very honest with you. Yeah. Because after the goal was was allowed, they basically just deflated yeah. and sort they, of gave up. You know? They just gave up, and then yeah. obviously they, they went on the score. Mm. Yeah. But so so Haaland, as a brilliant as a player he is, I think he's also brilliant as a person. Yeah. Yeah. I he's think he's brilliant is. as a person. I think he is correct so moving on to the next one this is a young up and coming oh, very young and upcoming yeah man Evan Ferguson oh. wow if I'm not wrong we actually mentioned Ferguson last season yeah you did you did right, right we mentioned yeah, Ferguson yeah, last did. season about did. how this guy is really you know impressing a lot of people at such a young age but he has such composure uh, to the point where we all thought that he's just you know a, a fox in a box you know he only scores goals he tapped in but because of his his brilliant positioning, his his intelligent running and all. But in this game, we saw a different side of him. We did. We did. And he, for one of his goals, he actually scored from outside the box. Oh, and yeah. it was a belter of a goal. It was a belter of a goal. So, Evan Ferguson, you know, for some reason, he reminds me of Harry Kane. Oh, is it? The way he, because he's not, he, he's not very fast. Yeah. But he is strong. Okay. He's tall. Presence. Uh, he, is, she's, he has amazing shooting ability. Amazing accuracy, and he's just a goal scorer. Okay, so do you think he'll be better than Harry Kane then? In time to come, probably. Probably. But, 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 probably not at Brighton. Okay. Probably not at Brighton. Not at Brighton. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. so, We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, th- those were the three the the, the the three people that you want to follow. The hat tricks. The hat tricks. Yeah. And so, so those were our ninety minutes off. No, there's one more thing. So we are going to move on to another group of players. Ah, is it? So. In a recent transfer, that's why I'm trying to escape this. Okay, anyway, why are you escaping <laughs> this? Good try. So, in a recent transfer window, yep. there was a lot of hoo-ha about the hundred million oh, yeah, uh, yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. Whether they are really, really, really worth, worth the it. price tag. So, let's do a simple comparison, right? Okay. Let's let's, let's yeah. do a simple comparison between the new hundred million midfielders. Okay, there's only one previous one, uh, Jack Grealish, but we're not mm-hmm. going to talk about him. His mm-hmm. his his yesterday yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday news. Let's talk about the new hundred million. Uh, uh, midfielders. All right, let's go. All right, so first up, let's uh, move away from the Premier League for a while. Okay. And let's go to England's current golden boy. Oh. And in fact, for the gold, he's in the, in the running uh, for the European golden boy. Okay. Uh, largely thanks to Taylor Swift fans. For, I mean, if you haven't heard, yeah, you can go and take a look. Yeah, why yeah, yeah, if you haven't heard, yeah. Uh, but Jude Bellingham, Ben. I mean... What could you say? What, what do you want to say? I mean, oh the, the recent 90, what, 95th minute goal or something like that, that just shows his worth that's all I'm going to say um, I, I'm also going to say that he he's just a player that, that shines in the league everyone thought he would struggle I, I don't think he showed that he's on I, the I, contrary yeah he's balling it isn't it yeah that's what I'm saying he's just you would have thought that he would be one of those that you know would regret his move uh, go over to a club like Real Madrid and just 
But no, he's not. So he's he's still a yeah. Jude Bellingham. We should call him Jude Balling Man. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, he's Sorry. just he's just doing it. Uh, five <laughs> goals in four matches. First Englishman to ever win the uh, Player of the Month award in the La Liga. That's surprising, and, though. Yeah. That is so surprising. I never thought that he's the first Englishman. I thought McManaman was one of them. Beckham, no. Beckham didn't win anything. No, I don't think Beckham did. Oh, I, that, I don't think so. Like. I don't know. That's just amazing. Yeah. Oh, but I want to say this, though. Oh, no, wow, I admire his confidence. Okay. I, I feel that there is a tinge. Uh, a tinge of what? Just a very small tinge um, of arrogance that's coming what? to his game. I, I don't know. Okay, call me call me old school. Call yeah, me, yeah. you know, boomer, whatever you want to call me. But I just sense yeah. that there might just be a little tinge yeah. of arrogance that's coming into his game. And, and I hope it does not, you know, bloom. You know, well, that well, well, that helps with some players. Eric Cantona, 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 Cantona. What's yeah. the other one? Ibrahimovic, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, granted, he's he's a fantastic player. He's only twenty and he's just yeah, balling yeah. it and everywhere. But I don't know. I, I just feel that he. I hopefully someone can get him to stay grounded. Ah. And he remains humble. Um, but nonetheless, uh, Jude Bellingham. This is yeah. Well done on you, man. Well done to Birmingham for re- deciding oh, to retire oh, his oh, jersey actually, at 17. True. Everybody was laughing, laughing at exactly. but oh my goodness, just three years later yep. and we can see why. Guess who's doing it right? Exactly. Oh. So from Birmingham, we move on to, we can just go back to the Premier League. Okay, yeah, uh, let's, the, let's do. The let's next do. one that I think is cooking it very nicely. Oh, cooking it very nicely. Oh, cooking yeah. very nicely at like, the Emirates. And like fried rice. <laughs> of course. <laughs> In fact, he's got a very delicious winner. Oh, delicious uh, winner. Of course, against Man United. Oh, and very happy, are you? And in case you're wondering what we're talking about, it's obviously Declan Rice yeah, the Rice guy yes I mean you know he, he's doing great uh, I think hefty price tag and then coming to Arsenal people thought he's also going to be one of those uh, mm-hmm. coming to Arsenal you're not going you're not, you're not to do well mm-hmm. he's proving them wrong yes. he he scored that goal mm-hmm. you know that goal that you're talking about that mm-hmm. delicious mm-hmm. goal you're mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. the way that he run towards the fans mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. the fans were running towards him mm-hmm. yeah. I mean price tag you know not well, just that. that I think he's a brilliant he's, he's such an intelligent footballer because his his role his role in Arsenal has changed. Yeah. Right? He's, he's basically it's almost like there are three roles that he needs to play: either the six, either the eight, or the box to box. Okay. But he's excelling every single role that has been he's been tasked in all the games. Different role, different tactics, but he's been excelling. So I think, I mean, kudos to to, to Ateta for Rice utilizing. Cooker, you know, he's just coping with the pressure. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, yeah I'm whoa, just saying he's coping wow, with the pressure. Fantastic. But for the game, I just want to, to, to say something regarding the game. Okay. I, I don't agree that Ganacho's goal should have been caught offside. I, I just think that... It should be onside then. I should. I should. Okay. I, I felt that the goal should have been allowed. Uh, but will United go on to win? I don't think so. I think we have ended in a draw. I still think you have ended in a draw. Okay. Nonetheless. But, well, kudos to, to Arsenal for, for, for going on to score two goals in injury time. Uh, one of which was in a very delicious uh, goal. Okay, here we rest. go, delicious. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, all these talk, um, I, I think, um, England, you better watch out. You have a lot of uh, pressure on you now because you have Jude, you have Rice, and then the rest of them. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of pressure on you. Yeah, so let's move on. I know you're trying. Yeah, I know, I'm trying my best. I know you're trying. I am trying my best. Okay, here we go. Let's go. So let's move on. So that were, those were the good oh, stuff, dear. right? Uh, let's move on to a charity we know as uh, Moses Caicedo. Okay, what about him? His charity drive continues. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, this is his third assist for the opponent uh, since becoming the most expensive uh, EPL f- uh, footballer ever. Yeah. And I have no idea, to this day, I have no idea why he's even worth 115 million. He's probably not even worth 15 in my opinion. He's poor in his decision making, he's too quick to commit in the tackles and his communica- communication issues with his teammates, which I think is... I don't even know why it's a communication issue. This guy speaks English and Spanish. He's surrounded by people who are speaking English and Spanish. 
So I have no idea why why he's struggling so much in the, in the in this team. But nonetheless, well, we'll see. Uh, it's we'll just see. the beginning. We're yeah, the beginning. it is. Hopefully, he he gets to 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 live up to his price yeah. tag. But unfortunately, in the recent game against Argentina, uh, he was left, you know. So Clutching on the the, the the blades of the grass anyway. uh, by McAllister, a Liverpool player who only cost 35 million. We'll probably be in fifth position <coughs> this season. Thank you. Well done. Yeah. Okay. So last but not least, okay, okay. There's something good, lah. Yeah, there is. There is. There is. Always, I, I I have to say there the, is. It's the sandwich yeah. method, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, start yeah. Good, oh. you know. We go with the <coughs> and then we find okay. the end of the So there's another Chelsea uh, is, 100 plus million is, player, right? So yeah. Enzo Fernandez. I yeah. think he is the only good player or no, the only good product. I I, I don't the, disagree with you. Yeah, I want to say this. I fully agree with you. I want to say don't cut yeah. me off. <laughs> he is the only good product in the current Chelsea supermarket FC. Ken, I know. Yes. I know you wanted to say that. Of course, <laughs> I, I have to say. It. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see, guess who running the the supermarket? I told you last uh, seasons of of this four four two. You said that he's a good businessman. I agree, but he's not going to be the right owner for us. I I still make my stand, you know. Yeah, but anyway, uh, thank you, Enzo. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. So that wraps up the segment of 90 minutes, minutes of, of, and we'll be moving on to the next one called "What's What with Uso." There you go. Yep. And don't forget, we are the four four two dudes all the way in Tampines, Singapore. And oh, welcome back to What's What with Who's Who. Oh, no bad, no bad. Got chemistry, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, okay, yes. so in What's What with Who's Who, we are going to be speaking about the current interesting happenings in the world of football. Or if you're living in, well, um, New York, it's uh, soccer. But anyway, so we're going to be speaking on firstly the Euro 2024 qualifiers. It resumes, but we're not talking about. Specifically, the matches, more of the qualifying criteria. Yeah, I, I mean the the last time they they went on the qualifiers was back in March, if I'm not wrong. Oh, so wow. that was six months ago. So I think just to remind everybody how this the whole new qualifying criteria works is that uh, there's a new format involving both the European qualifiers and the UEFA Nations League. Right, so there will be uh, the top two teams from each group of the qualifying. So, so total of 20 teams. Okay. Um, from 10 groups, they will automatically join Germany, who is the host for mm. 2024. Mm. And the remaining three spots, the remaining three spots will be played via a playoff, comprising of 12 teams based on the performance in the 2022 slash 2023 Nations League. So basically, they already the teams are already determined. More already. or less. More or less. Yeah. Right. So just you just to decide which are the which out of the, which teams out of the 12 will be playing the playoffs. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's quite complicated, but you know, if you want, you can just go and Google yeah. it. Yeah, for 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 the European. I mean, at the end of the day, just you know, allowing more people to come in, lah. Correct, correct. I, I think that's what they're trying to do, and so you know. Yeah. So for this week, I think th- there's not just the European qualifiers. There's also the World Cup qualifiers. Oh and yeah. That's, and that's actually really the reason why I'm wearing this. Right. Uh, the South Korean <laughs> jersey, because I realized this is the only international jersey I have. Oh. Uh, and who, I mean, because Son's got a hat trick, so I thought, might, yeah, as well, might as well, might as well. Wear, okay. Right? And so, what yeah. about this uh, World Cup 2026 qualifier? Yeah. So it's something very interesting. So uh, we actually prepared a, a simple uh, picture okay. uh, to to show you basically the new format of the qualifying. So right now there are in, instead of the usual 32, the FIFA has actually expanded the World Cup yeah. to 48. 
teams, which is in a bit ridiculous in my opinion. Um, and because to, to cater to all the, 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 the mass amount of qualifying that's taking place, they actually have different start dates uh, for the qualifying. And we are starting with the South American qualifiers first. right? So you can see on the screen right now, uh, there are a lot of different confederations. Obviously, yep. you have Asia, you have Africa, you have the Central America. Mm-mm. So um, I believe it's co- pronounced as the Conambal. And that is a South American one. So if you look at the start date, the qualifying start date in, in the, the second last or second right, second column from the right, the qualifying start date, it starts uh, this week in yeah. September. I actually kind of started before this recording even. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is you, the UEFA the UEFA qualifiers only begins in March 2025. So it's very interesting. It's a very interesting thing that it is happening. So I, I really don't know how they're going to make it work, but yeah, they have to make it work. And the, because of the, the, the increase in number, they had the, the World Cup is going to be held in three different countries, namely USA, Canada, and Mexico. So I don't know how to go. I don't even know how they're going to do. To, to, I think it's going to drag on and on, but well, we, we, we'll take a look. Um, we'll, but, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, yeah but, but on, a, on, a, on, a, on a good note, you know, I mean, there might be something for, for Singapore, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh yeah so so yeah so the, so those were the international um the weekend for for this week that the Euros uh, yeah. qualifiers have resumed and the World, World Cup, Cup qualifiers has uh, started, but coming back to the Premier League, I think yeah. this is something that's very contentious. Um, I wouldn't say contentious, but this is just something that is, I think it's been blown out of proportion. Ah in, okay, in sense. okay, and okay. I, I think a lot of and that some people uh, I think they're trying to to ride the wave, you know, they're trying right. to get something out of it, which I think, uh, I think it's almost it's almost trying to exploit something just to make news yeah exactly just to make and, news. And, and and what we are talking about is basically the news about anthony yeah uh, the one from, from man united the uh, man united yeah so if you if you didn't realize anthony has been uh, alleged to have physically abused, abused. his ex-girlfriend mm. uh so if you look on the screen very shortly there you see this statement by his ex-girlfriend he has been suspended and removed from the Brazilian squad, there's pending allegations. Mm-mm. The funny thing is, there's no news of him being you know, suspended from the United training. So I'm not. They did sure. release a statement, but you know. What was the statement about? I think it was about they they were they were aware of it, uh, and they they were in discussion, something like that. Yeah. So so I I think no, it's, it's just it's just I'm just scratching my head to think that why why would the those the whack you know the wife and girlfriend suddenly just keep coming out? I mean, namely girlfriends keep coming out on you know oh my god, my no, this guy abused me and everything. Is it just because they're famous they're trying to get something out of it? But if you look at the Greenwood case for example, she actually dropped the charges. Oh yeah, and now they're back together again, right? So I don't know what's going on with with, with no one of I mean, obviously none of us will know what's going on between uh, Anthony and his ex girlfriend, but. The, the fact that she came out to say that she phys- he physically abused her to the point where there were a lot of different marks, you know, apparently he scratched her mm-hmm. or used something mm-hmm. against. I don't know. If, if that's really true, then I'm sorry, something needs to be done to Anthony. Yeah, of course. Right, because at the end of the day, he's a role model. Yep. And we do not condone this kind of behavior. We're definitely right? not. Especially if it's violent. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I, but, but then again, I, I just think there's more than meets the eye regarding this whole issue. I really hope this will be the last one that no other a wank, you know, the wife or girlfriend will come on and say, oh, he abused me and not. Oddly enough, always seems to be coming from Old Trafford. Exactly. So oddly what's, enough, happening? Oddly what's happening at Old Trafford? Enough. Nothing against Old Trafford, I'm just saying. Is it because enough. They, they can't, they don't know how to manage their players or something right. is wrong with the ownership? 
I mean, it's only in recent times, right? I mean, look at the past. The, the, the players of the past, none of this will have happened. Yeah, definitely. Under Maybe only Rooney. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, you know. They're, 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 but but that's a different case. It's yeah, not, yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. abuse. There yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't abuse. <laughs> <laughs> there was Ferguson would have handled that, whatever. Yeah. Now, speaking Rooney. of Ferguson, now speaking of Ferguson, yeah. what's your take on the Jaden Sancho episode? Oh, here we go. Okay, so, well, I think that is an interesting one for me. Okay. Uh, why am I saying this? Now, to sum it up, uh, I think you know he was left out, and people were saying you know fans were coming up to say something. Uh, Eric Tenhart, I think he clarified about something about performances as well. Then I think that's when um, you know Sancho just had to say, "Oh, it's not like that. It's like this." In my opinion, it, it seemed too defensive on his part. That's just me. That's how I feel. I mean, if you look at the first sentence, yeah, please don't believe everything you read. Yeah, it's kind of very. Wow, wha- like, why do you start with this? I don't know, it feels very like, defensive. Uh. That's what I would think. Now, is this is this, is this a culture of the current generation? Mm. You know, that they just want to, hey, they, they think they're doing well, like what he said, he's training properly and yeah. all, but but if it doesn't fit the manager's ideology Mm-mm-mm. and his tactics, mm. then you're not doing right. Yeah, yeah. You know well, what I mean? The only thing he did right was the last statement that he made, which, which is, is, I will continue to fight for this batch no matter what. I hope so. Well, I mean, that that's what we want. You know, I mean, as a football football fans as of any club, yeah, foot, football fans <laughs> of any club, we want our players to do that, mm. and I'm sure United fans, you want that as well. Uh, but I remember years ago, everyone was hyping over J- uh, Jaden Sancho, but now you know you seem to be going against him. No, no I, have, I have two things. There's two things that I want to mention here. So, so based based on his current outburst, right? Yeah. You know, if that if that was Ferguson, Ooh. or at least managers from that era, yeah. There's no way in hell that he's going to come back. I think he would have been sold. <laughs> Definitely, straight up. Yeah. Transfer listed, banished from the, the first team. Under 21 or Probably won't even be training the yeah. reserve, you know, if that's oh, the case. Okay. I mean, if you look at it, uh, Beckham has came out, you know, Neville, Neville also mentioned in his in his uh, memoirs in his, in his, on his podcast as well, how Ferguson treated them. So if you want to go out of line, you want to rent, there must be a reason, yes. Either you go to the manager as a man, talk, speak to him man to man, and ask the reason what happened, you know, just iron things out rather than renting it. You know, it's like you're literally airing your dirty laundry in public. And in this case, social media, which is worldwide. Yeah. And for, you know, it's just rubbish. There's nothing, actually, it's, it's just a small thing, but you are trying to blow it out of proportion. That's what it's is. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I, there's really, I really don't know what's going on in, in United. Right, it's not. Just yeah, we don't know. We don't and know. And now, now I just want to understand what is Maguire's and McTominay's thoughts. Oh yeah, because they are also in a similar predicament, isn't it? They're left yeah. out of the starting they lineup. Are. They're not they really. Are. So what? What is Maguire and McTominay's take to all this? Is that are they also you know trying to rent? Are they trying to bottle it up, or have they you know be behaving like a man should when you know going up to Ten Hag and asking him exactly what's wrong with my game? What should mm-hmm. I do to improve? Mm-hmm. I think that's what you should be doing, right? So how do I get back into the team? What should I be doing? What do you want to see? What are the tactics and the strategies that you want what to can see you from me, on, you know? so that I can be I can play an important role in the team once again, yeah. rather than ranting on social media? Yeah. Because I think that that what what Central has done is absolutely bullshit and reflective right. of the current generation. I'm I'm saying it out there. Yeah, he's saying it out there. Really, when I what he I think we should be doing yeah. is yeah. yeah, you know, be a man, do the right thing. Yeah, no, no, Russell Peter said. That's yeah. a very weird person to quote. No, but, but, but yeah, then again, but then again, um. The other question, I think mentioned two things, right? So yes, the second question I have is, does Ten Hag 
have a man management issue. Ooh, throwing to all you uh, Red Devils fan out there. So does Eric Ten Hag have a man management issue? Okay. What's your take, Ben? Well, again, I'm not a United fan, but it does seem that there are different players that he seemingly cannot handle. But on the other hand, if mm-hmm. you look at it from an outsider point of view, maybe he's handling it by just taking the trash out. You don't work for me. I mean, you, you don't work in my system. You're off. You don't work for the formation that I have for you. You're off. Like a certain Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. And if you complain too much, you're out. So yeah, that's how I see it. But the funny thing is, he's buying all the Ajax player. Okay, anyway. Well, everybody is. <laughs> you know, do you know the Ajax? There were these three, yeah. th- uh, three players that fell out with uh, Ten Hag. Oh, is it? Uh, Noah Lang fell out him at Ajax. Okay. Amin Younes fell out him at Ajax. Okay. Andre Onana fell out him. But. 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 Uh, but. Uh, there's a but. Yes, there is a but. They made up. They did. That's why, they, that's, that's why they come back. La. That's why he came back at United. Oh. Not just that. In, in United, Rashford was actually one of the players that actually fell out with uh, Ten Hag as well. I th- but I think it was a very silly incident. Uh, Rashford was late for training and yeah. he was duly punished. He wasn't happy. But I think there was a very good conversation between the two of them and Rashford came back. And when he came back, Rashford just turned and he actually scored 30 goals. He ended the season with 30 mm-hmm. goals. And for some reason, he's not part of the list of nominees for Ballon d'Or whatever yeah. shit uh, but yeah yeah. so now my question to Sancho is are you going to call Piers Morgan? <laughs> you heard it right there or are you going to call the Chris Hansen <laughs> CCB TV just saying uh, <laughs> well, we had, no we had to weird uh, now speaking of weird things, uh, oh sub- my goodness, yeah, oh my god, this is just outright, just outrageous. Not even weird, like, in my opinion. But there was a there was a something that's so silly that took place in the Portuguese league. Okay, but the funny thing now, before you go there, last time the last time we talked about VAR using it, they were communicating com- communicating with a fan. This time we have to show them the picture. They are communicating with a mobile phone. <laughs> yeah, so you can see the picture right now. What the hell is happening in the Portuguese league? <laughs> So apparently, I was reading the articles. Okay, apparently, what, what do you say? Okay, okay, basically, before we go there, what this picture is telling you is basically there was a penalty decision. The penalty was given by the referee. Okay. Uh, but there, there was a VAR check. Okay. So the, the VAR actually told the referee, hey, you need to go to the screen to have a second look. Okay, so, so why? Yeah. So when he went to the VAR, okay. he realized it wasn't turned on. What? The VAR wasn't turned on. So initially they thought, oh, it was a you know power failure. Right. But the stadium lights were still on. Okay. The the music was still ongoing. Oh dear. But for some reason, only the VAR wasn't working. So in order to 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 find out more, he actually called the VAR <laughs> on the mobile phone and whatever they were found talking more, about, yeah. and then they say, Oh, okay. So he finished the phone call and said, No penalty. <laughs> Which no. This is a professional league yeah. in the in Europe. And as the artic- and, and the article mentioned that the reason why the, the VR wasn't on yep. is because oh dear. they didn't plug it in. <laughs> oh, Yama, really? They didn't plug it in. Leave it someone to the... Someone failed to plug it in. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's someone banging in that, that VR room, <laughs> which explains why the wire came off. Uh, well, <laughs> Who's abusing? Okay, anyway. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I think that's... <laughs> Sorry. How? Why? I mean, I, I didn't know of that huh? until, until now. Yeah, <laughs> I think is that all? Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, what's what with Fusu, and uh, I like how we concluded with that. The VAR wasn't plugged in, kind of portion. Uh, so if you're not plugged into our channel yet, remember, stay plugged in. That's what we want you to do. That's stay right. Stay plugged in, and we are the four for two, dude. I'm Ben. I'm John, and we are from the little island of Singapore, and again filming in the great, great, uh, great part of the island called 
Tampanese. And so this is the 442 Dudes brought to you by CCBTP. Don't forget to subscribe. See you next week. Hey, thank you, man. Um, 对了，就是佳明，然后伟阳。Adiós.